Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers and their upcoming football matchup over the next week. But before we do all that, we have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bed and Maria podcast. For one and break, we previewed what we're doing with this week's show. Once again, talking about the Niners and their upcoming matchup in Week uh, 7 against the Kansas City Chiefs. But before we actually get into the game breakdown, do have to recap what happened last week. Good news and bad news. The good news is the split streak is dead. We did not actually go 1-1 one one for once. The bad news is we went 0-2 as we had the Niners minus the points, and we also had the over in the game. The Niners spread was just a bad read. Didn't work out. Atlanta came out, punched in the mouth, and dominated from start to finish. The problem was with the total, the over looked really good the entire game. Until the fourth quarter, as the fourth quarter absolutely killed us, the Niners went on an eight-minute drive in the fourth quarter and scored zero points on the drive as they turned it over on downs. But we needed any score in the fourth, and we got nothing. Seven points in the entire second half to destroy us for a total, and that's how we went 0-2. Either way, look to bounce back just like the Niners. But to go through the Chiefs, they also lost last week as they ended up losing to the Bills in a very competitive game. They were winning. Buffalo took the lead with about two minutes to go, and then Mahomes threw an interception to end the game. But to go through the overall spread and total for this matchup, the Chiefs are road favorites, minus 2.5, and, and the total is over under 48 and a half. So to go through the actual game, we got to start off with the box score and what happened last week. Starting off with the Niners, it was really, really ugly from start to finish as the Falcons jumped out to a 14-0 lead, including a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, but other than that, though, really just an awful game all around. And to go through everything that ended up happening, it was very, very disappointing and I can't say we were surprised because the line definitely shrunk. I just thought that the 49ers would be able to impose their will up front, and that was really not the case. And Garoppolo had two interceptions, sacked zero times, had 296 passing yards, mostly because they trailed. The ground game was awful. You had Wilson, who had seven carries for 25 yards, Samuel had two carries for 11, and Coleman had four carries for three yards. So nobody on the ground did anything, and Jeff Wilson also lost the fumble that resulted in the defensive touchdown in the first quarter. But the Niners had to abandon the run quickly and air it out. It worked out decently, 
as Ayuk had two touchdown catches, eight catches overall, and 83 yards. Kittle had eight catches for 83 as well. Samuel had seven catches for 79. Uh, check had four catches for 33. That was basically it. But you had three receivers roughly at 80 yards. That's not bad. And for the defense, the Niners did have two sacks as Emanihu had one and Drake Jackson had the other. As for the Falcons, uh, Mariota was great, 13 of 14 for 129 and two touchdowns. They ran the ball relatively well, had 40 carries for 168 yards, 4.2 yards per carry, and had one touchdown run by Mariota. So Mariota had three touchdowns. He was very good. QBR of 95.8. For the receiving core, Kyle Pitts caught a touchdown pass. I'm sure fantasy owners were thrilled that he finally did something. Uh, as for everything else, that was basically the summary of the game itself. Came down to an early a defensive touchdown and the Niners took a little bit to actually get going. And then the second half happened and the Niners scored zero points. So Atlanta really shut them down and transitioning over to the chiefs game. Very interesting game where you had a lot of long drives that kind of resulted in no points. And you saw an awful red zone interception by Mahomes. You saw a pretty interesting game overall, but the game ended up landing 24-20 in favor of the Bills. Mahomes had 338 through the air on the ground. The Chiefs did basically nothing. Had 68 rushing yards, but they chose to throw it because the Bills are good against the run and Mahomes is Mahomes. But Juju had a good game at 113 yards, one touchdown, and five receptions. You had Kittle, who had eight. Uh, sorry, not Kittle. You had Kelsey, sorry, who had eight receptions for 108 yards. You had Hardman for 42 yards and a touchdown, and that was basically it. As for everything else, uh, the defense for the Chiefs had one sack, which was by Chris Jones. Ironically, shouldn't have been a sack because it was a tripping penalty that was not called. So that definitely was a lucky break for the Chiefs there. As for Buffalo, Buffalo had three sacks against Kansas City. Von Miller had two, and Shaq Lawson had one. So Kansas City struggled to protect Mahomes throughout the game. Uh, Buffalo also had a great game from Allen. 329 passing yards, three touchdowns. He also had 32 rushing yards. Singletary had 17 carries for 85 yards. Most of those yards came in the first half. Uh, Stephon Diggs was great. 10 catches, 148 yards, one touchdown. Gabe Davis, 74 yards and one touchdown right before the end of the first half. And Dawson Knox had the game-winning touchdown catch, three for 37 with one touchdown. But you also had Josh Allen, who lost the fumble on that little option play on the first drive of the game. But the point is Buffalo still moved the ball well. It seemed like red zone offense was an issue for both teams. And Buffalo ended up winning because they were able to get after the quarterback and force interception when needed. But Buffalo also had roughly 60 more yards. And to transition into the game in week seven between the Niners and the Chiefs, I got to go through the injury reports first because the Niners have a lot of important injury news. And I'll give you the up-to-date information. So to go through the actual stats here, Nick Bosa did return to practice. So did Trent Williams and Jimmy Ward. They were limited, but that's still huge. Now, Charvarius Ward is still not practicing. Armstead, not practicing. McGlinchey, not practicing. Uh, Hufanga, not practicing. And Ibukum, not practicing. So still missing a lot of guys, but getting Bosa, Williams, and Jimmy Ward back would be huge. Uh, of course, you know, Mosley's still out for the year with the knee injury, but it's better than nothing. Still, you're looking at the Chiefs injury news, and they basically have nothing. They have Thune, who did not practice, and you have Fenton, who did not play last week, and he still did not practice with the hamstring injury. But for this overall matchup, I am going to take the Chiefs. I know the Niners are undefeated at home. I get that. 
But with the injuries to so many key pieces, I know Bosa might be back, but I wonder what percentage in terms of health. Same thing with Ward. I just think Kansas City is still an elite football team, and there are really not many great football teams this season. And I think the two best teams actually played against each other. I think Buffalo is the best team in the league. I don't think it's very close. And Kansas City, I think, is second. And I think the Niners are somewhere in the top 10. But with all the injuries and with all of the concerns with regard to the secondary, missing a lot of key pieces, like Mosley was a huge piece for this defense. And I'm not going to pretend that just because Jimmy Ward's back, suddenly everything's fixed. I like Mahomes' ability to torch this defense. I think the pass protection could be a bit of an issue, but I do think the Chiefs will get by. And you're looking at the Niners. The main reason why the spread is so low is because Buffalo and the Raiders were able to run the ball down Kansas City's throats for the first half of their respective games. Now, the problem was in the second half, the Chiefs did a good job of stopping the run. And I do think eventually the Niners will have to pivot and throw the ball a bit. I still don't trust Garoppolo. And I think the Chiefs defense, which held Buffalo to 24 points, can do a good job against Kansas can do a good job against Garoppolo and force him into having a lot of really unimpressive drives. But I think the Chiefs here are getting a very good price on the cheap at minus two and a half, especially after a loss. I think Reed has his team ready to go, and I think the Niners will lose a competitive game, but eventually by four, I could see the exact same score, 24-20 in this game, but I will take Kansas City minus the two and a half. And for the total, I am going to take the under. The under is my favorite play in this game because I still like the Niners pass rush. Pass rush. The defense should look better than it did last week, but the Chiefs should be able to limit Garoppolo through the air, and the Niners will try to run the ball. I think Wilson will get back to his old self. They'll have a lot of yards, but it's going to take up a lot of time off the clock, and I do think that the Niners might have one of those drives we saw against the Falcons in the fourth quarter where they take eight minutes off the clock and they don't score, or in the case of a close game, maybe they kick a field goal. But three points in eight minutes is definitely what you're looking for for an under, and I think the 49ers will take off a bunch of time off the clock. So for me... I'm going to go with the Chiefs minus two and a half and the under 48 and a half as my plays for week seven. But that's been this episode of the Betting Barrier podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Until next week, bye everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.